difficult, 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 Go, 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 go. Hello and welcome to Difficult Women Podcast. Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Marie. And we're also Reformed Whores. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> it's a band. It's our band. I was going to say, go watch our band. And I guess you should. If you can come see us, that'd be great. But yeah. also, you can, and you can watch a video. You could also listen to us because we're a band. <laughs> so there's lots of ways to ingest the Reformed Whores. I had a friend who didn't even know that I was in a band discover us somehow um, at work. So the last time I was at work, he was like, oh, my God, you're so funny. And I was like, this was like completely out of the blue. I was like, well, well thank you. I, I mean, just like in general or like yeah. <laughs> anything specific he's like no you and your friend katie you're so funny so i guess he had found out yeah the grapevine that i'm actually a musical comedian yeah so it was very exciting we're hilarious everybody should watch us <laughs> and listen to us <laughs> well speaking of work uh so i have many side hustles but something happened to me on friday night that i wanted to share yes, with our listeners share. and then also with you i don't have a clue what it is oh god so what? i uh one of my side hustles i don't work there often but it's like a big beer hall here in brooklyn and i actually love that job it's so fun everyone there is so great i bartend sometimes and then sometimes i like cocktail waitress but in a beer hall it's really here's your beer yeah <laughs> here you go so friday night i was cocktail serving and um this guy i went up to the table it was like a, a table full of men and I asked if I could get them anything from the bar. And this man immediately goes, how many children do you have? And I was like, the fuck? (laughs) Excuse me? He was like, you're so cute. How many kids do you have? And I was so taken aback. And I immediately was like, is that your pickup line? Because, honey, (laughs) we need to have... such a fucked up question. Yeah. It was so fucked up. And... I kind of, instead of like being aggressive about it, I kind of did the full Nashville Southern Bell thing of just like, ha, you know, yeah, uh, zero. I don't want kids. I mean, I do want kids, or maybe I want kids. I don't also, know. That's it's just like that's none business. of your fucking business, you Mister Stranger. The, like, who the fuck is he to yeah. ask you that? <laughs> then I immediately knew he's a loser because he was like, "Do you have bass on tap?" And I was like, "Bass on tap? You f- okay? This is like a craft from? beer bar." Yeah. But okay, no. Um. So anyway, throughout the rest of the night. He was so aggressive towards me about like he came up to the behind like the workstation where people aren't even supposed to come. He came to apologize and he was touching me every time I continued to pass him. He was like he would grab me over to their table. So fucking. he then slipped me a note with his phone number and like that he wants to take me out. And so finally I had to like nip it in the bud. And I said, I've been with someone for five years, which is not true. But I immediately said that. And then he grabbed my hand. And said and looked at my ring finger and was like, I don't see a ring there. And I was so I was just this is the patriarchy. This is the problem right here at this table. This man, because I don't belong to another man. Right. He has full rights to like abuse me like that. I want to kick him in the ball so badly. Yeah. It was what I've never had fuck? that happen at that yeah. place. I actually went to my manager and was like, just so you know, I'm kind of having an issue at this table. Um, and even the other cocktail waitress was like, do you want me to take them from now on? I was like, no, I got this. Um, but he gave me a note. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting, I'm not emotional. I'm just sick. Yeah. <laughs> You're just um, very ill. He probably he, gave you the plague. By I touching know. You. 
he gave me this note with like it was like a long note of how he wanted to take me out and then his phone number and stuff and uh i think i got him at the end because when he was he came up to the to the server station again which you're not supposed to fucking do when he was leaving um and i was like what's your name again you know i was like, trying I to know, yeah and he was like, like you don't are. remember my name and i was like, like no no i don't, no, care, I don't care you know he was like i'm not a stalker i'm not gonna like come and you know i was like well you saying that makes me actually really scared so yeah bye boy but it was i've never experienced that there i felt it's, like so many people were supportive because they were watching it happen right but it's still i felt to be honest i felt like i kind of crumbled in it i i wish i could have been stronger i was just so taken aback and then i i led with like trying to be nice and like southern you know just just kind and, and hospitable but in the end it kind of bit me in the ass because he continued i right. should have just nipped it in the bud at the very beginning right 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 so that's so interesting um i mean first of all i think that that guy is not picking up social cues like picking up no. cues he's he's acting a little entitled or very entitled right. to you know be so forward and asking first of all to start with asking you about kid. children that's there's so many reasons why that's not okay mm-hmm. to just ask somebody like str- that yeah hi can i get you something from the bar how many kids you got like that first of all you're a stranger if i have kids i don't need you to know anything about right. them number two if i don't have kids there are many many reasons why people don't have kids mm-hmm. he doesn't know if right. you maybe i might wanted be able kids, to have maybe you yeah. can't have kids maybe your child got hit by a bus last week i mean you really don't know so right. like that's just really insane to kind of go there mm-hmm. the other thing that occurs to me I mean, clearly, you know how I actually feel about this. But right. if I were to play like devil's advocate or play like a, from his perspective, or if any man out there is listening who's confused by this story because he's like, wait, he just liked you and wanted to ask you out. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- what are we, how do we navigate this now? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we, like, mm-hmm. what's the situation? I mean, I suppose, like, first of all, he had a bad come online. That's <laughs> yeah. definitely number Gentlemen, one. Gentlemen, don't, don't ask that. Don't, yeah. That's not what you lead with. And it sounds like the thing that was the least appealing to you was that he just felt like he owned you like you mm-hmm. said with the, the ring thing yeah. so i mean that's also very presumptuous of somebody to like treat a woman like she's mm-hmm. a potential object to yeah, be property. one yeah and that for some reason he thinks he has some right to you but if that's even confusing like if he's like well i don't i think he just liked you and just really wanted to go out with you he didn't know mm-hmm. how to like ask you i guess like two things one is you gotta get better on reading social cues mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. and secondly like maybe Definitely not putting this on you, mm-hmm. but maybe like, and I know why women don't do this. We talked about this a lot that like you don't always feel safe, especially when you're the employee. This is my job, and you, yeah. you know, you're you're working for tips, and you're right. working for. So like, if you shit on people, you could get fired. If you like yelled at him, you could, mm-hmm. you know, not make any money from that table mm-hmm. if like they get pissed at you. So you're dancing this weird, delicate line. I guess in theory, it would be nice if you could just be like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not interested, or I'm. You know, right. married or whatever. Right. But also, why do you have to lie? And I know. Stuff well, I was joking with my manager because I have a little silver ring that I keep on my right finger. Um, I was joking that maybe I need to start like wearing a fake wedding band, but that's fucked up too. Yeah. It's like I belong to another man, so you can't. Right. So you're you off know. limits. Yeah. It reminds me of that time we were in. Um, we've talked about this, I think, on the pod before, but we went, we had a show and we were at some bar and we just wanted to have, we actually had stuff oh, yeah, we needed to talk that. about. I don't remember mm-hmm. what it was, but we were actually having a serious conversation and this like drunk dude and his friend come over and they s- just, without asking, he just like sits in the booth mm-hmm. and I said to him, I was like, please leave. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, I, we really, I really don't want you to be here right now. And he was just like, oh, come on. And he would not leave. And I was getting increasingly angry mm-hmm. and like increasingly bitchy I think you were like getting really uncomfortable you're like oh god oh god what's gonna happen here but I was just like wait a minute I said no I said no and now you're not like now I'm starting to get aside from angry I'm getting scared because I'm like what who what's happened I've totally lost control over the situation Mm -hmm. when it should be simple you asked if you could sit down and I said no Mm -hmm. that's it that's Mm -hmm. the whole conversation Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's similar with this where it's like He's like, how many kids you got? And you're like, oh, uh, mm, hey, no, no, thanks. You know, right. and then it's like he can't. And then every time I walked by their table, he would go, mm, mm. Gross. I'm like, all right. Gross, gross, gross. He um, almost, I wonder, I'm curious about his, like, what kind of a dude he was. Like, was he from New York? Was he like Yeah, a- Brooklyn, Brooklyn raised. Mm, he I was see. there with his cousins. Um, he also, uh, he didn't have a ring on his finger, except he did have a tattooed ring on his finger. Yeah, so we don't even know what his situation was. <laughs> so just like, yeah, fuck that guy. But it really has stuck with me for several days. It just made me feel so icky and yeah, it's and awful. also like a little disappointed in myself that I wasn't able to. But I, but I think, but that, of course, it's like I think that we just laid out like why. Right. What are you're in a lose lose situation yeah. there? Because then if you like try to be firm, you you lose. You either right. lose a tip or he gets. Mm-hmm. weird or you know mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate that you can't just be civil with strangers when in that circumstance like I have I have so much fun at that job I love meeting new people that come in and we you know you have to be very knowledgeable of the cocktails and the beers and all that sort of stuff and I love having conversations with strangers about that sort of thing um, but and and I want to continue like being and friendly you, and stuff and but you this should, has really but hurt yeah. this yeah. like I, I don't know if I'll feel comfortable going up to a table and being as friendly as I usually yeah. am. So that's or, a bummer. Or ma- that is a bummer. We all lose. <laughs> yeah, everybody loses. I mean, I'm hoping, I hope for your sake and for whatever that you can feel like you can shake that off to some degree. Mm-hmm. And then if it feels like it happens again with somebody, you can try to yeah. just now shut it down. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Anyway, it's that's I think is a whole other episode I'd like to do down the line is about waiting tables and as a waitress. Yeah, and, and like what a the dilemma that is. And all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, but... Anyway, that's interesting. That happened to me, and yeah, it's I trying to shake it. Well, if you're a guy out there and you're um, you don't know how to handle asking a girl out, and then you get mad and horny, <laughs> there's a place you can go. You can go to AdamandEve.com. Am I right? Yeah, that's right, girl. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh! Plus, free shipping. That's Horio, W-H-O-R-E-O, Horio at adamandeve.com. And we're back. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm so excited about today's topic. <sighs> Man, that's so funny because this topic depressed me so much when I like went into it. So really? I'm really, I'm hoping you've got more happy things to share because I had some sad stuff that I found. Oh, that's fascinating. I may have just gone off on the wrong tangent, huh. which is like me, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> We're not talking 4-H again, okay? No, We're closing no, that I wouldn't door. be so depressed if it was about 4-H. All right, well, today we're going to be talking about why women are proposing to their men. Yeah, that part was cool. Yeah. So you had found this article. It was ended up being a Washington Post article. In the right. Yeah. Yes, I saw that. So yeah, more and more women are proposing to their men, which I think is so freaking cool. And it's about fucking time. Totally. <laughs> um, well, in this article that you had found, mm-hmm. uh, the woman proposed to her now husband, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um up in the sky. Well, it was like, okay, that, <laughs> that was the was thing the too. When thing. I started reading it, uh, it was, she was like, uh, when I proposed, like I couldn't get on my knee because I was floating in the air. And I kept reading it thinking it was like poetic. And I was like, what is this weird writing and this article? And then I realized like, oh no, they were actually in an anti-gravity, like right, zero right. gravity plane right. ride or something. But that like, made oh. me so anxious because she does describe they're floating, you know, with zero gravity. She, he, he like dives for the ring box, then opens it in the ring. And floats up i'm like oh my god grab it grab that (laughs) ring but i mean that's it's that's fairly romantic i would say well i just want to say that the if you want to read this article along with us we're very bad about giving real real right i know we just make everything yeah Uh so the article was called more women proposing to boyfriends i think and it was by molly oh god how do you say her name blued off indelicato (laughs) and it was in the washington post january 12th 2020 it was posted at 2 (laughs) a.m (laughs) <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I don't know how to cite things. I forgot. I'm not in school. Anyway, if you want to find it, go for it. Now let's continue. Yes. Okay. So wait, why is this so depressing for you? Well, so I thought it was exciting. First, well, first I want to talk about the exciting part. So she sort of describes her proposal and all that, but she talks specifically about her relationship and why in her situation mm-hmm. it made a lot of sense mm-hmm. for her to be the one to propose. And in her scenario, he when when they started dating, he knew very early on that mm-hmm. he wanted something was very one. committed. Yeah, <laughs> that she, he wanted to be committed to her, and she was the one that was not. I'm not even sure that she wasn't committed to him, but it was just like she wasn't so sure. She wasn't sure yet. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. She she was the one that needed more time. So they had kind of agreed that she would be the one to propose ahead of time, and I was like, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times traditionally we think of the men being the one that is not into commitment right so it makes sense then for that person to be the one that like if the other person knows you're in it then Mm -hmm. it makes sense this is also a very heterosexual conversation today i have to say well and they've talked about that too that Mm -hmm. that one of the reasons why women are being more bold in their proposals is lgbtq yeah because you see an lgbtq relationship that you know you don't it's not a man versus woman thing anymore mm-hmm. did you ever see that video of those two gay men that were on vacation somewhere and uh they like basically accidentally proposed to each other in the same moment like they what? had no they, they were both planning on proposing on this trip and so one of them starts and the other one's like oh my god oh, are you serious and I he love- was like yes i'm serious and he was like hold on and i think that the first guy was like worried because like wait why is he and then cry. he pulled oh. out a ring and he was planning to propose so like i loved oh, I that, love that so much well i have two friends that just got engaged in africa they went on freaking safari last week and two gay men and one of them proposed but he had two rings which i love that's nice yeah um and also they were like they went on safari and then they had the people like leading the safari do a breakfast and I, they sent me pictures. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's so to be <laughs> Anyway, that's that's where I would like to be proposed to or me proposing to him. Oh, I don't yeah. know what I'll do. 
Probably. I have no idea. <laughs> well, one thing I like about the the sort of the way that that's set up, like if you kind of go into it knowing like, look, the person that you propose is the one that's needed a little bit more time to decide, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then it feels a lot more like the person that's getting proposed to isn't backed up against a wall that's or the something feeling. weird. Like, I hate watching those like jumbotron mm-hmm. proposals at baseball games or f- with sporting events because that would be my worst nightmare. Like, yeah. Because you are definitely, you definitely have your back up against the wall if yeah. the guy gets down on one knee with the fucking, you're up on the jumbotron, the whole stadium is watching you. And there's been, there's been footage of like, people, people saying like, no. no. Yeah. Yeah, because fuck you for doing that. Don't do that. Not at a sporting event, unless you have a conversation beforehand. Right. We're going to do it at the Browns game. Is that a sports or, group? I, I don't think know. sometimes you um, have like, conver- I think that the way this works is it, uh, frequently in relationships. I don't really know what I'm talking about because I haven't really been in this position, sadly. But like, I think what happens is that people frequently will sort of be talking about marriage. So when they get proposed to, mm-hmm. they, they kind of know it's going to be coming eventually i think that's the ideal situation but of course there are certainly those times where it is unexpected and those poor people i don't even know i've as a kid i used to stress out about that as a concept and i remember thinking i decided as a kid that if that if i ever was on a jumbotron and somebody i didn't love (laughs) proposed to me i would say yes and then then be like dude i'm sorry we gotta talk about this right (laughs) like fuck you for doing that to me and also but i can't i didn't want to publicly humiliate you right because that's being recorded and now you're, especially now with the internet, it's like you're going to be forever known as the guy that got like dumped right. publicly. So I right. saved your ass, but also, but also we have to break up now because like, <laughs> I don't want to marry you. Well, I remember when I was 22 years old, 21, 22, I was dating an older guy and he, we were driving and he said something, uh, we're, I don't even know what we we're talking about that he said, um, well, we'll, we'll do that at our wedding. And I what we've been dating for like just a couple of months yeah and he was already there yeah so i immediately broke up with him because i was like he doesn't love me he just Mm. wants to find he just wants to get married right or more importantly or i'd say more importantly you weren't feeling it for no well yeah so if you know that that he's yeah but also i just was so clear what he was looking for and it wasn't me have you ever been proposed to sort of really yeah i was in a relationship when i was in my early 20s where we talked about getting married like a lot. I think he was way more into it than I was. Mm. But it definitely we we had conversations that were like when we get married and then um I was always a little bit afraid he was going to propose like <laughs> officially with the ring because I wasn't I don't I I didn't really think I wanted that. And I definitely needed more time to You're decide. Right. And then it turned out he was awful and cheated on me and stuff. So it was good <laughs> that we didn't get married. But like that that's probably the closest I've ever been to. And then and then I was dating someone for a bunch of years who was wonderful and we definitely talked about future things. Mm. But I think we were that was such a like a, such a it was a much more um healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. So things were unfolding in a healthy way mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. was never worried that he was going to pop something on me that I wasn't ready for. And I don't think I he would want to do that fair. to me. Yeah. I don't think it's fair that the the men get to decide I'm I want to get married now. It's like We've talked about it in past episodes where if you're in a good relationship, you're checking in all the time. So you're both on the same page. And I love the idea of, pro- of proposing together. Like our good friend Rebecca Vigil last year, she went to Belize with her boyfriend. And before they went, they had had a conversation that they were going to propose to each other in Belize. That's really cool. And so when they were there, they I don't know if they both got down on one knee. <laughs> that would be kind of cute. But 
I think they they got each other rings and they now wear both of those engagement rings. That's really lovely. Um, and now they're having a real hard time planning their wedding because it's New York City and everything's so, so expensive. Goddamn I know. expensive. Yeah, but I, I love that. And I and I like I get excited about where we're headed with this because traditionally it really is the man is proposing marriage. I mean, there's so much history of that. It's like the woman is property. Totally. I think also in addition to that, they were making the point in the article too that um, that traditionally also women didn't work really, right? So they didn't have any money to buy a ring, so they couldn't really propose with a ring. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was always kind of on the man to do it, only because they had the money to do it, to mm-hmm. buy the thing and do. The well, thing. the diamond thing is such fucking bullshit. Oh, that's you a whole, guys, yeah, oh my God. come on. We're still doing it, though. But it was just a marketing scheme in the 30s because I was reading. I didn't know this, but I guess that they're um, in Africa. They had discovered all these diamonds. Right. And so a way to get rid of them all <laughs> right, right. Um, was that they created this marketing campaign in the 30s where diamonds are forever. Well, and I think and there's they even there. I mean, there's so there. Well, they think, are, but there are so many diamonds. They're not as rare as right. they, we there were led to believe. Some, I think I don't can't remember exactly how this worked, but it was something along the lines of like the company that found realized there was diamonds. Mm-hmm. They like hoarded them, mm. so they controlled the right. the outputting of them, mm-hmm. the, out, the exporting of them. So they could say that they were rare because they controlled all of them. Mm-hmm. But it's a huge and problem. then like the three month salary thing yeah. too. They kind of created that full. Three months salary for a ring that I know I, I can't even it. I know that's what I was about to say. I have a beloved water bottle that was given to me a couple months ago and I know I'm just going to lose it. Yeah. I lose everything, especially jewelry. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. So yeah, let's not put too much money into it because no, I know I'm going to lose it. Yeah, and certainly don't give me a family heirloom because oh God. Or, or do and I'll keep it in my security and you'll never see it again no yeah yeah, i don't know i'm sorry i don't like that either the super expensive jewelry thing Mm -hmm. i'm not into that i know some girls are Mm -hmm. um but i think no offense to anybody listening who might like be obsessed with engagement rings i mean i was there trust me in my 20s like i was i picked out like what kind of ring i wanted yeah what kind of setting what diamond what cut all that sort of stuff but now i think because i'm a little older i guess and have been i don't know I just feel like I want my equal and this is just for me yeah. that I might propose. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, it just depends. I, the person I'm seeing now, we haven't really talked about, <laughs> about marriage other than I did bring up recently that when I do get married, I want separate bedrooms. Oh, I would love that. Wouldn't that be <laughs> yeah. cool? Yeah. And he, he, his eyes, he kind of looked at me funny. <laughs> I like the idea of having separate bedrooms and then, but like 99% of the time you sleep Absolutely. together in one room. Right. But then if somebody's sick or, or, if snoring. Like you, or snoring or if you just kind of maybe you fought that night or something, mm-hmm. I think it's okay to have like a break. And I think sometimes the bed sharing can be a challenge. Just to have an option. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the other room, it doesn't like, it could be kind of like an office room that has a bed <laughs> in it or like a guest bedroom that you also know. Is, you know right. I don't know. I don't know right. The in-laws about. sleep in it too. And yeah, whatever. Take, well, together, cool. all of us together. Know. Uh, yeah, I don't Just know. Just planning all of the problems we'll have in our marriages. <laughs> I do know. really, really do want to get married. So I said it there. Yeah. Good. I no, do. that's good. If you know that. It's good to know that you want what you want. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I fear that I won't. But yeah. I do. I, um, 
I'd like to get married, but to the right person, and I'd want them to want to get married. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I think I'd prefer to be married, but I think also like it's not that it's not the it's not a deal yeah, breaker not for me. All end all. It's just not the yeah. big deal for me. Yeah, I just want. A I'd rather be in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Is that weird? Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> that's real weird. <laughs> that's where my <laughs> standards. Are. Um, another cool thing that I really liked about um that I've discovered in that article was I didn't realize that Elizabeth Warren had proposed to her husband. I know. I actually didn't either. That was kind of cool to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I fell down a wormhole of like her and her husband. And then I was like sobbing because they are so cute together. Oh, <laughs> they're just so cute together. He's so yeah. supportive of her. Mm-hmm. It made me really not sad. I don't want to be like it made me sad that he's supportive of her. But it's just that why can't we should all have that. Mm-hmm. We should all have a partner. All of our partners to each other should be that supportive and and much of cheerleaders mm-hmm. for us and that sentence didn't make sense but you get what i'm trying <laughs> to say um i was also side note i didn't really put all this together i didn't i don't know why i just didn't know any of this stuff but i guess she had been married before had i didn't two know kids. she was divorced i guess <clears throat> yeah so she had married before she'd had two kids and she was separated from her husband she was a single mother in like teaching law mm-hmm. and then met this guy at um a, sort of like a law party i don't know what it was it was some sort of event <laughs> for law teachers um and they just it was like love at first sight he was he was saying in the interview he was like for me it was like the minute i saw her Aww. and she's like it took me a little bit longer it wasn't until the next day that i was fully in love with him i'm like oh my god oh, oh my god, god you guys well, i like the story that she was watching him teach that's what yeah. made her like he he was teaching i guess she was watching him teach and then afterwards he came up to her and said so what did you think and she said will you marry me and he was like yeah but that <laughs> to, i mean Yes, to watch. For me, it's like whenever I watch a comedian kill, I'm like, marry me. Yeah, <laughs> Which, that's, that's a whole other thing, yeah. too. Well, that's a whole problem. Yeah. Uh, I, but she, the other thing I liked about it was she made a joke about how the day that she fell in love with him, she's like, he was wearing these little shorts and he has nice legs. Oh and I was like, God. oh, I love you guys. It's in the, the 70s, too, thing. right? So the shorts uh, yeah. must have been pretty short. Super short, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and then he was like, yes, she was objectifying me. And she's like, I guess I was. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this whole interview. Um, but I will say, on a side note, side note, I was, I was surprised. Surprised that, and I think I've, I don't know if this is just the way it's supposed to be. I don't know. This was interesting to me. Her, her, so she was married. She had two kids. Warren is her first husband's last name. Mm, right. So she didn't go back to her maiden name. She kept it. And then she's not known as his, her current husband. They've been married for 35 mm-hmm. years and she never went by his name, which I was like, that's so strange the name thing is and then i realized my mom did the same thing my mom is still oh. kind of known as nancy frame sometimes and that's so strange and i even at the time i i think I, if it were me and i was getting a divorce i'd be like bitch i'm gonna take my name back yeah and i would go back but i think professionally a lot of times when people were getting married in their 20s they mm-hmm. were starting their professional lives and it's so hard then to go back and change your name so you mm-hmm. just get known as would you change your name, name? You have such a great name. I don't really want to change my name. I would. I definitely don't mind the idea of um, being referred to as Mrs. So and So. But I wouldn't like change it on my checks and stuff. I don't think. And professionally, I think like when I'm winning my best Oscar for best director, because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need more of that. Yeah. Um, I would definitely stay as Katie Frame. Mm-hmm. But I guess like if you do change your name in your first marriage and then you divorce, it's a really that's a yeah, complicated that's situation. And especially if our, potentially our first president, female president, mm-hmm. will be named the name of her husband who's not in the, her ex-husband's not in the picture anymore, 
will be immortalized uh, and not her name. Mm, and that kind of makes sense. So is that why you're strange sad? to me? Uh, no, that's not why I'm sad, but that is definitely <laughs> some part of the sadness that makes me that makes me sad. <laughs> so, yeah, that is it's kind of strange. A mm-hmm. So I it's don't know. Probably that time, though. I guess it's 100 percent that time. Yeah. But I, but also like I mean, I, I, everybody makes their choices with the name thing, and I, I don't have any. Um, I have my own personal opinions about what I would want, but I don't. I'm not. I don't feel bad. Whatever people can do what they want, but it is strange to me that it could be President Warren, mm-hmm. and that's n- not- no. That's not her husband's name. That's not mm. her name. That's like this other dude that we don't even know anything about. His name gets to be immortalized on all of the plaques hmm. and in all of the paintings and all of the things. It's his name. Maybe and she did is- it for the children. She kept it for her sure. Kids but I'm, my point is, they're going to be happy but, about. But that. in terms of like going down in history, totally. Oh, I get it. It's so strange. It's strange. And there's never been another president where like they had to not have their name. Mm-hmm. It wasn't there. It was always their name. Mm-hmm. And even if it was Hillary Clinton, it would have been President Clinton. Right. That's not her name. Ah, this is down a whole wor- yeah. <laughs> worm. Yeah. Worm. Worm. Wormhole. What's yeah. it? I don't know. Worm. Man, it's a whole worm over sad. here. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's how my brain works. Ugh. So it gets complicated. But yeah. I was happy that she, it was cool that she, you know, proposed. Uh-huh. I, don't know. I guess that was rude. Well, I called my mom this morning because my mom is a very strong, independent woman and definitely the head of our household. <laughs> and so I called my mom and I said, Mom, did dad really propose? pose or did you because I you know all of a sudden it kind of hit me that maybe my mother did actually propose because with my parents they're celebrating their 45th wedding anniversary this year amazing they met three months after they had met they were engaged and then six months after they had met they were married and they're still yeah married today it's great so I called to be like well what's what how did it really go down and I got both of them they were on speakerphone in the car and they both started laughing And then my mom said, this is a conversation to have maybe in 10 or 20 more years over martinis. What? And I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) What happened? Oh, God. La, 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 la. What happened? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't know the real answer. Yeah. So I guess I don't know the real (laughs) engagement story of my parents. That's interesting. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. I would I guess your parents do have secrets and they don't have to tell. Of course they have secrets. They have so many secrets. (laughs) So many secrets. It drives me crazy. But... They've never said anything like that before. That's I thought funny. it was like my dad proposed to my mom. I was like, this, nope, that's not the real story. So maybe hopefully someday I'll get the real get it story. Out of them, yeah. I don't know what that is. That's interesting. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that mystery. Yeah. All so right. You, now you want to know why I'm so depressed? <laughs> I know why this story made me really sad. Oh, no. Why? Because when we when we talked about doing this as a topic, we were sort of like, oh, is it like enough to talk about for like mm-hmm. the pot there's a little bit little inside baseball for you guys uh <laughs> so i was like well you know there's also something to be said for like what about like women asking men out and women just taking a a, a more um assertive Lead role mm-hmm. a leading role in relationships mm-hmm. in that way lr there's an actual term for it female-led relationships oh interesting didn't even know that. i did not find that and there's certain dating sites that Oh, interesting. I think you definitely found more positive, cool things than I did. I like, I don't know what happened to me. Oh, well, but do do bring us down. I love it. What's up? And then you'll bring us back up. Okay. Okay. We'll try. I was feeling pretty optimistic. Like I was going to find some really cool stuff and I was excited. And then I started Googling things like women, you know, women dating, taking the reins of the relationship, women being more assertive in a relationship, um, just like those kinds of things to see what Mm -hmm. would pop up. And every time I would like Google another thing like that, it would always be 90% percent 
like the first thing that popped up was definitely like an incel thing that was like women are trying to control men they're brainwashing you da, 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 da. and i was like hmm that's unfortunate okay well what about the next article and the next one was like um it broke it down where it was saying like you know women you can't let the women have all the control in the relationship here are the three scenarios in which the, the relationship can unfold one she has all the power this is the least desirable like scenario number two you share the power that scenario is okay it's not so bad where you can make concessions three the other option is that you have all the power this is the ideal scenario where you are in charge of everything and you as a man decide what you do every day oh. And, no. and I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? And I kept just it was one article after the next. And what struck me is that all of these articles and it was and even articles written by women where they were like, should you ask a guy out first? And they were like, no, under no circumstances should you ever ask the guy out first because it makes you look desperate. And then he has the power and he has the control because then bleh. and it was the words that I saw more than anything were power and control, power, control. Who has the power? Who has the control? Who has the power? Who has the control? And like I, that made me so sad because I was like, why are people... Why are we living in a way, and I think that is definitely by far the the, the main way people think about relationships, mm -hmm. but it's like a power struggle or it's like who's controlling who. And like, I don't want to control anybody and mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to control me. I want to have a buddy that I like <laughs> yeah. sleeping with and I want to like be in a supportive environment. And these breakdowns of these relationships and how you should do your relationship we're so focused on con controlling the other person mm. and manipulating the other person. So for the advice for women, it was always like, um, from other women, was always like, don't you Let dare ask him out first. You're going to make him ask you out. What? Like, what? Oh, games. Too many games. So many, so games. many games. So many games. It's manipulation. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, my best, my best outcome when I was Googling was uh, there was – Back to back, I saw these two headlines and was just like, I give up. The first one was eight damn good reasons why women should start asking men out. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. And then immediately following, the next article was called The Brutal Truth About Why You Should Never Ask a Man Out. Oh and I was like, I'm so confused. I don't know anymore. <laughs> and, and full disclosure, like I'm coming. And I think maybe one of the reasons why this depresses me as much as it does is I am a very assertive dater. Mm -hmm. I've never mm -hmm. been afraid of asking a dude out. You've seen me crash and burn a couple times where I'm like, I'm going to ask him out. And then it goes real bad. And then, I, you know, you move on with your life. I get sad about right. it. But like, you know, but I'm I'm willing to put myself out there. Mm -hmm. um, and, and but I'm very aware that the common advice and this is just like real talk. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. common advice for women is don't do it. And that bums me out because that's very part of who I am. Like I am very Katie aggressive. Please continue to be <laughs> your aggressive, wonderful self. There is going to be a man out there that wants to be asked out by you and wants to be proposed to by Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I really do truly believe. And I think that, that that that's clickbait. A lot of it. I I do think. I, I mean, also think that there are these are people out there that really are turned off by um women that are assertive well, and of course that's not a person for right. me but um well i was fascinated this is an old study but in 2012 i guess they did a study at some liberal arts college where they asked a hu huge amount of the students how do you feel about women proposing to men and zero 
percent of these kids said that they support women proposing and that wait so they all said they all said do not women should not propose like yeah, the see, traditional and this is like a liberal arts school <sighs> where these these God. people are being taught to have free minds and, and and really go for it but yet in this one little thing we're not allowed but this goes back to like the Ro- i mean way back where like i was reading about the romans and and marriage proposals and stuff like that where uh the women would have i thought this was fascinating but the women would have um gold bands uh their wedding bands would be gold and they would be able to go flaunt them in society and people would see oh they belong to this man over there and then when they're in home they would actually have another ring for just house chores oh nice Um, just metal and (laughs) stuff but it's like no you're like put they it's we're still putting women in their place totally well and they were talking about um I saw this somewhere. I can't remember where. Maybe I'm trying to cite things. I'm not good at it. But <laughs> maybe it was that original article where they talked about um, benevolent sexism. Mm. And it mm-hmm. tied into like, you know, opening doors for women and pulling out chairs for women and how that can seem like chivalry and it can seem like lovely. And certainly mm-hmm. who doesn't like to have a door hold for them? Right. And we've talked about this a little bit before. Who doesn't like having their chair pulled out or being mm-hmm. treated nicely? And I think that those things are all fine. But when it's only done directed at women mm-hmm. then the message that's being sent is that women lose their autonomy a little bit because mm. it's like i'm you sit when i say sit you you know uh, you walk when I, right also that you're not you're too dainty to open that door i have to do it for you you're too delicate mm. of a flower to, to pull your own seat open i like the idea because i think that it's i don't want to lose like i think people should be nice like that to people so i like the idea of like so I will sometimes hold the door open for you, kind gentleman, and like I shall pull out the chair for you, sir, like because right. I love you and I want to do something nice for you sometimes. And then sometimes you pull the door the door for me because you want to, me to walk through nicely. Right. You know, that's how I like to think about those things. But I, but it was interesting. This benevolent sexism concept mm. was interesting to me too. Well, so the when I saw my guy that I've been seeing, uh, we went to brunch recently and we got there and he walked over to the other side of the table. And so I went to the other side of the table and then he <laughs> went to the other side of the table. And I was like, what's happening right now? Like, and he was going to help you. I know. And he started see. laughing. He was like, I'm trying to get your chair. And I'm like, oh, my God. I almost. That's the funniest thing yeah. I've ever heard. But I had no idea that he was, I mean, it was just so silly. And he was laughing. But I. But then I really should have said, like, baby, you don't have to do that. And he opens all the car doors, yeah, too. And yeah. I, I, it's weird because I, we don't do that in New York, obviously. No. And so, and he lives down in we Atlanta. Don't and drive so, like, in New York. No, we don't drive. Nobody <laughs> does that. But um, I always forget, like, when he opens the car door, I'm like, why are you coming? Oh, right. You're coming to my side to open the door. Uh, it, it kind of annoys me because then I'm sitting in the car for, like, 15 minutes, seconds yeah. by myself while he circles around. It's like, yeah. let's just open the car doors together. I'm going to yeah. tell him. I'm going to see him this sure. weekend. I'm going to say, baby, you're awesome. You don't have to hold the car door and for what me. I like about him doing that and mm-hmm. making the effort to do that mm-hmm. is that um, I, he really wants to do it. That's true, he's actually. Not trying I shouldn't take to that away it. from him because yeah, it's he's really not cute. He's not trying to do it to be because he thinks no. you're less than him. No. I, and I know this guy, like, he's not, he's not like that. Some people maybe would be like that. Sure. And I think that that's where sometimes this – um, chivalry stuff it can just be really nice mm-hmm. so I don't think we're trying to shit on chivalry at all no let's keep um, it going yeah but also it's like but I think we can coming from a New York whatever, perspective or, yeah. I just forget I totally, totally that is forget. so funny to me that's yeah. so funny it's funny yeah, yeah. I don't know 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's hard. We're in a sort of like gray period, you know, gray waters. Is that a thing? I don't know. De- mi- mi- murky middle ground waters. We're not in the deep end. We're not in the shallows. We're not in the shallows now. <laughs> is that what that song's about? I think it's really I terrible. I have no idea what that song's about. I think that song is so weird. Um, Britney Spears proposed to Kevin Federline, which we all heard about. And knew it was a mistake. <laughs> that was not a good example of somebody no. proposing. Um, well, so this is, I, I, this kind of led me to a weird place. And this is not exactly, we were trying to find other th- things where women are leading in relationships. And this is actually the quite opposite. But I think it's worth talking about and yeah. not necessarily dedicating a, dedicating a full episode to. Cool. But I fell down a wormhole of, uh, the finances in a relationship in in a marriage. Oh, and yeah, interesting. So it's 2020, and I was reading that that over, I think it's like close to 60 percent still. It might even be larger statistic than that because some some of the places that I found there that were trying to cite more um, publications and stuff, but <laughs> it was all like it was very high number basically yeah. percentage where the man still this is in a heterosexual relationship. Um, where the man is still making all the financial decisions mm. within the home. Um, even when the woman is the breadwinner, winner, oh. the man, the, the husband will be making. Oh, and, and this is like meaning that. like it, it was, I was reading like Forbes.com sort of thing. Right. But it really puts the wife at a disadvantage and it hurts the family, especially if, if you have children, if the the sp- spouses aren't doing their finances either together mm-hmm. because more times than not this is sad to say but the lifespan of men versus women the woman then if the man passes away she has no idea how to handle the finances right right um and it's especially when it comes to retirement right so if you're in a marriage and your husband is in charge of the finances not, you knock on his do it yeah, or whatever yeah. because i do think that that is really important um and i know you know with my parents my dad was the one in charge forever and just recently you know as they get older sure and looking at retirement and all that sort of stuff my dad they both do it now together which I think is really cool I think doing it together is makes a lot of sense to me right. I think also it's weird when um one person is making all those calls either way mm-hmm. and then are they fully aware of the needs of the other person then you know or mm-hmm. the kids or something mm-hmm. or like you know where it's I don't know it's I've, finances and relationships have always sort of baffled me because right. I've, I personally have, even as a little kid, I don't know where this came from. I don't know if my grandmother said something about it at one point. But in my brain, I was always that I would, we would have separate checking accounts. Separate accounts. Really? Yeah. And, and I never wanted or was interested in, I understand the idea of having a joint account for joint spending. Mm-hmm. But maybe, maybe maybe it was my parents. Maybe my parents had separate accounts. Maybe that's why I just mm-hmm. was indoctrinating me. Because I felt like they had separate money. I don't feel hmm. like they were ever relying on... See, that blows my mind. I, whenever I hear yeah. of separate accounts, I, I've growing up, I think I've always heard that the families have the same checking accounts. I think that that's stuff. more common mm-hmm. to, le- to then you just pool all your I have a resources. lot of friends who now have separate accounts. They get married, but they keep their separate. And then maybe they have like a honey pot that they Yeah, they cover together. the costs for the kids or whatever and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, hmm. I definitely am an advocate of 
I mean, I've never, I've never shared it. The only person I share an account with is you. (laughs) That's true. We're good. That's the only person. So I've never had to deal with that otherwise in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But it's never been a thing I've ever wanted. Mm -hmm. And if anything, if someone was like, okay, now we're going to share an account, I'd be like, what? Right. Where are we? What are we? Okay, let's make, we have to have rules. What are we using this money for? Mm -hmm. It's not, I would want it to be very clearly stated. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's been in me since I, since day dot really. Mm -hmm. Well, something that took me aback when I was home in Nashville at Target, I went and got my eyes checked. I told you as you were coming in yeah. <laughs> about my fun eye trip. But um, as I was like signing the papers goodbye, the woman was saying she, about, I don't know why the receptionist was telling me about her trip to Panama City coming up. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh, that's exciting. <laughs> I think we we're talking about the weather. I don't know. But she started talking about it. But then she said, um, I hope that my husband gives me enough allowance. Yeah, it's so strange. And she's, to me. she was an older woman, but I, 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 it just stopped me. And and yeah, I mean, I've definitely had girlfriends who talk about their husbands giving them an allowance. Yeah, and look, I will say everybody's different. Every couple's different, and there's some just individuals, male or female, that are like really bad with money. Right? Totally. So maybe so you, need an allowance. you need an allowance. I probably like, need an allowance. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't think you need an allowance. Yeah, I know, any I'm means. Too. But <laughs> like, but I think there's some people that maybe under certain circumstances that do need it, and like, you, but I think that's another reason why I'm very pro having separate accounts because right. then if you want to blow through your money. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but then and then maybe we put all the money in for the rent and stuff, so you don't screw me over too. You know what I mean? Like that would be because I, I know they say that finances are one of the things that ruin relationships more than anything, almost mm. where people fight about money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's interesting, but yeah. I, that bums me out though. That the 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 thing you said that was the most of a bummer to me was <laughs> that even when the woman makes the most money, mm-hmm. the men mm-hmm. run the Still. finances. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's partly because women are like, oh, I don't want to think about it. And maybe mm-hmm. women are also taught that they don't know how to do math, which is really frustrating to me, too. So maybe some women just have an aversion to math, which mm-hmm. I think is bullshit. But yeah, I, I mean, know. I don't know. But also, here's a fun little history fact, totally separate from that. Did you know that the wedding band, like the joint wedding bands, didn't start until the 40s around like the World War Two era because it was more of celebrating of like loyalty and like staying true to your partner and then like the white wedding dress was invented around then also i mean the, I, do, I did not know those specifics but it doesn't surprise me because it's also the beginning of like like the 50s were the beginning of like marketing right. and like you know selling shit to people and housewife the, and the yeah tv yeah. dinners Right? Is that fifties? Yep. Yeah. Yep. But I also just mar- and new cars and new house right. and everything has right. to. The American dream. Every- That's yep. what it really. Keeping was. up with the Joneses and capitalism with a capital C. Yeah. No reds. Say no to the reds. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Tough. Right. Huh. Well, I would be very fascinated to hear from any of our listeners. I was going to say. If anyone has proposed to their boyfriend. Or tell us if why you think it's a bad idea. Right. Oh, that too. I'd be very. Because yeah. you know, if zero percent of the kids these days want you know are in favor of that i want to know what the reasons are mm-hmm. or what makes you squeamish about it mm-hmm. or if you did or if you're liking it send us an email about that too mm-hmm. yeah it's a fascinating concept it's crazy that it is fascinating it should it, it seems, shouldn't be why is it such a thing but it is i guess <laughs> i know anyway Anyway, oh, this is good. Yeah, it's interesting. Sure, well, I went through a lot of emotions today. I'm like real on a real roller coaster. I was crying downs. at one point. It's okay. We're good. <laughs> I think we both were almost crying. I know it's in something in the water. Oh, it's great. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening yeah. to Difficult Women Podcast. Send us emails at difficultwomenpodcast at gmail Follow us on social media. 
Instagram or difficult women pod or just go to reformed whores, which is across the board. Hooray. 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 Okay. Bye. Bye. When we first dated, I was so late and you took me out almost every night. You romance pants on me sometimes for dance three. You took me home and held me tight. But lately, I feel you've been pulling away. Things have felt out of the norm. So I snuck in your room and looked under your bed and I found your stash of gay. You like to get screwed from behind But then it all started making sense Gary's been calling you He took you to the blue lagoon And you haven't been the same ever since And I see